A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get attacked by an angry shark Stuck up a mountain in the dark Pushed up the top of a big landmark Hit by lightning in your local park Caught in a downpour of acid rain Struck by a meteor or a train A proton beam passes through your brain Attacked by that angry shark again Hear how they survive Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case like I feel like I have a 50 yard stare <laughs> You do look kind of glazed Yeah I feel glazed Hi anyway, Welcome oh, to is the it podcast change? <laughs> Is that what we're going with? I mean Why not? Nothing out of the ordinary yeah. is it Hello <laughs> uh, Welcome um, to Worst Case Scenario mm-hmm. This is the podcast where we tell each other <laughs> <laughs> stories of where people <laughs> survive the worst case scenario i th- feel like abby is living one right now um no, we also could create be worse. could be worse. could be naked didn't realize that was an option <laughs> it's um, always an option julia yes what else do we do oh do you want to cre- no absolutely not i'd rather die it'll help the clips i'd rather die <laughs> i mean feel free don't let me step stop you but, um, i literally couldn't think of anything worse <laughs> Anyway, um, th- we we tell each other survival stories, yes. um, and then we pick an object from that su- survival story to create a survival toolkit for every possible worst case scenario. Yes, um, and then we do some of your stories at the end as well mm. of of uh, just your yeah worst case scenarios. I'm saying worst case scenario too much. Mm. Do you have whenever someone says now worst case scenario just in life? All I'm like <laughs> stop. <laughs> I've got to the point I cannot not hear it and now. I've got to the point where I feel like they're saying it on purpose. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> They're definitely not. They're right? definitely not. They're definitely a fan. But I always think like, oh, are you It's like, oh, oh you're a I'm fan? focused. That's not oh. that's not like <laughs> an established saying or that's the title of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, so if you're what? new here, we're entirely self obsessed. Um we, I would say we have not we, we have not had a review in a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I do Abby needs daily. some endorphins so if you could if you'd like if you want to pet me up just a little yeah. bit we'd love a review a rate a follow find us online at WCS pod yeah well see done. if Julia does get naked it's always a possibility mean, you never know I do possible. know and it won't it won't yeah happen, but we wouldn't but... ever tell them because they have to go to the page to see yeah you know that yeah would give it maybe away. yeah maybe maybe, maybe. always Ooh. a maybe 
Uh, Lyle Drop is naked. He's having he's had another haircut. It's it's sad. You know what? I like it. It's better than last time, but was, so is, that, the is that hard? Is, 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 <laughs> is that difficult? He's very excitable today, and mm, I think it's because he's light. lighter. Yeah. yeah. I had I. What have you survived? <laughs> What's happened to you? I had three run-ins with the police yesterday. Fucking hell! <laughs> what? Yeah, this is like a full true crime episode. They I'm doing a true crime you. story. They finally found me. What do they get you for? I made it so difficult for them to find me with yeah. my entirely public Instagram. <laughs> First off, mm. and I am sorry, this will be triggering. Uh, trigger warning. Oh um, there was a child on the train who brought down the train table. Yeah, that's the end of that yep. sentence, table. And poured all of his food out of the packets, just straight onto that table. Gross, gross. No, no wipe down, no, no like, plate. no like open the packet out like a plate. Yeah. Just like poured a whole packet of crisps. How old is this child? Whole packet of Haribo's, two chocolate bars, got them out the packet, uh. broke them up, put them on the table, made a kind of like platter where he sorted all the Haribos into colour. I rate this kid now. Oh, artistically, I thought, stunning. I thought this Hygienically, was... horrific. Yeah. So I posted it that on my Instagram. The British Transport Police messaged me. <laughs> <laughs> being like, this should be considered a crime. But I'm so sorry it's not and we can't do anything about it. And I was like, I never asked oh, you, thank God. But... I was thinking, did you post a picture of the kid? Like, oh no! Are you are you now being done for some kind of dodgy? <laughs> no, no, they were totally on my side. Oh, okay. Should I find it? See if they said anything funny. So wait, so when you say the police, look, there's still two more interactions to go, Julia. Are we counting them as the police? They're the British Transport Police. They're verified. They've got a blue tick. Wow. Okay. They said we can confirm this is absolutely criminal. You can text us on six one zero six. No, 61016 to report anything that makes you uncomfortable. Well, almost anything. Well, almost anything, but sadly not this. Although we wish you good, safe travels, peace sign. Wow. (laughs) Peace out, British Transport Police. Very nice from from the police. So... Sorry, what what hot content are the British Transport Police putting out into the world? I didn't actually go look at the page. Oh, Well, I'll do that after. Right. Let's carry Sorry, on. Sorry, so that was number one. That's number one. So then I get off the Actually, train. quite a positive interaction. Oh, a great interaction. Okay, good. Uh, then I get to York. Yeah. Um, it's very miserable vibe. It, it's raining. Yeah. Um, and I'm walking down the street to my hotel. Yeah. Uh, with Hugh Davies, male comedian. Yeah. And we come across a woman who is like falling into the road. Can't stand up right like very very intoxicated can't like walk three steps but it's like falling into the road and we're like that is so dangerous yeah so and then she was like with two other people so we were like everything okay do we need to like call Call someone someone?" yeah and then her friends were like yes call an ambulance please whoa and i was like fuck i've actually never typed 999 before like i've (gasps) never done that Ah." um and they were like also she's been hit she had a huge black eye but yeah so then i'm calling 999 i'm being like look here's the situation um they're asking me so many questions they're also being like you need to keep her at the scene and i'm like she's drunk she wants to walk like yeah. we cannot physically yeah keep Penning her there. Drunk they were like ambulance won't be there for an hour and Shit. I was like, we cannot keep this woman here for an hour. So they were like, all we can do is let the local police kind of know. And by this time, she'd like, she'd walked off. There was like some more members of the public got involved. Some men kind of were like trying to 
get her to sit down. And, and her like, friends are there. Well, her friends were also drunk. Oh, okay. Like carrying like an empty bottle of wine. Um, and they- Keep that with you. They were trying to help. And then when she, she kept refusing help, they were like, fine, fuck you. And they left. Okay. Anyway, we couldn't like keep her. So we had to let her go. So then we go to the travel lodge. There's no booking for me. <laughs> Just no, you're not on. Um, Did you book it? No, it's under the like bookers. Right, the, for the like, gig. For the gig, yeah. the like bookers production company. It's under the production company. Yeah, Everyone's on there but me. Um, I was like, I can name you all the other people on the bill. I was like, Laura Lex is on there. Um, Terry Christmas is on there. And they were like, yep, yep, you're not. So then I ring the pr- production company being like, look, I don't, there's no hotel room. And he's like, okay, I'll ring the person who booked it. I'll ring you back. I was like, cool, put the phone down, wait. Then I get another call from an unknown number. I, I pick it up. They're like, hi, this is Yorkshire police. Um, <laughs> and they're like, is this Abby? You've just, you um, rang the ambulance earlier about this woman. Can you describe her? Yeah. So then I give like an in-depth description of this woman. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, it is on point. I bet. Hugh tries to like intervene with his descriptions of the woman. Entirely wrong. Honestly, men should not be allowed as witnesses. Okay. They were like, what color were her clothes? I was like, okay, so she had gray tight tracksuit bottoms because that's different tight tracksuit bottoms mm-hmm. a double white stripe down 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 the side white trainers like tracksuit bottom a little bit like rolled up she had a gray sweatshirt and a dark gray he was like it was a black fleece i was like it was dark gray don't intervene and then he was like it was a blue handbag i was like it was gray it was all coordinated they're just different shades anyway um <laughs> and then like we were trying to guess her age he went really old i i went I just, I just don't think men should be allowed in court. Is was is my point of yeah. view from this? No um, male witnesses allowed. Yeah, like they, he couldn't describe the kind of hair color she had or the hairstyle. He was terrible at it. Yeah. Um, but I gave a very in depth. They were like, this is actually way more information than we ever get. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this is so detailed. We are, we, we, this is, we're gonna smash this. Thank you so much. Yeah. We got her full name. This is where you being judgmental of people's appearances oh, really I took it all in. comes in. And finally, the photographic memory is like really good yeah. and not just like a curse that you I should, cannot you should, stop <laughs> overthinking. <laughs> you should be a vigilante, like Batman, oh, but you're just vigilante. observing all the crimes yeah. so that you can report on them later. Yeah, I even I was like, she left, left her hand back at this address because she left it behind like on the doorstep i was like so it's on the doorstep of this address this a business you'll probably find like her details in there they were like wow wow so i was like oh, smash that two police interactions in a day what yeah um but then as i'm trying to like book so i have to like ring a number to book a hotel room i can't just do it over the desk what century are we living in yeah anyway um <laughs> So I'm over on and the also, sofa. how are you now having to book this hotel? Yeah, so I now have to book it and they're going to reimburse me. Oh, but I'm okay. so bad at getting people to reimburse yeah. me. I need to remember to do that. Anyway, um, so then I'm doing all of this and this little small dude comes in. Um, is it relevant he's small? No, but I'm observant. So he came in. What was he wearing? And I think, I think he's the bad guy. Um, a burgundy hoodie and a jacket okay. and black jeans. Um, so he came in and I overhear because I'm nosy, mm. um, him talking to people at the desk, being like, hi, um, I I think he said he was booked into the hotel, but then that wouldn't really make sense. But he was like, I'm staying here with my brother and I was meant to meet him for dinner three hours ago and he hasn't turned up and he's staying in a room in this hotel. And I was like, holy fuck, is that, that going to be a dead fuck. body? So, but also, so sorry, this guy is independent of the 
incident that has happened Independent. with the girl. Okay, so when you said, he, I think he's the bad guy, I thought you meant oh, in no, relation no, 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 no. to the... No, woman. so that, okay. that's, that's... This is a different I've incident I've given my statement, entirely. they're off looking okay, for her. Okay, this is a new... New. New incident. I okay. thought, you know, I think I thought that's all the excitement for the day. Yeah. Uh, in comes this guy uh, being like, I haven't seen my brother, he hasn't turned up for dinner. I was like, oh my God, what yeah. is going to happen? Right? Um, and then a bit later police full police in like body whatever yeah. come in and the travel order guy is like it's all kicking off here today wow. and i felt like i'd built rapport with him by then so i tried to be like is this about the guy who just came in and asked about his brother and then the guy looked at me i was like okay you can't tell me i understand <laughs> he was like no we're not having oh, that conversation no 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 the guy behind the desk oh, right. um because he had given me free breakfast and wi-fi because of my travels. I mean, it is the so least you could do. I felt like we were friends, but yeah. apparently not that close friends. <laughs> not enough to like gossip around with the war cooler yet. Sure. Um, so they go in and I'm like, oh, I just like wish I was on the same floor so that, like I could like oh follow God, the police. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they go in. Anyway, finally get a room. Uh, going up in the lift. Yeah. Come out on my floor. Bump straight into a policeman. <laughs> he goes, sorry, can you stand back, please? Oh my God. Amazing. They're arresting the guy Stop it. right there in front of me best thing it's a fucking identical twin so the guy yeah no, yeah no. yeah so at first i'm like has the guy from downstairs like was it he just trying to break into the hotel That's and he's gone and he's gone back around and got back in but he was in a totally different outfit and as you know i notice outfits so sorry 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 so he came in was like i was meant to meet my brother for lunch for yeah. dinner and he ne- never arrived but he's staying here please can i go up and and check if he's here yeah or can like someone check that he's okay so then he went up no, no, he, he left. No, he left. Oh, he left. That was another really suspicious thing. I was like, if you're really worried about your brother, why did you like then just leave. leave? And then the police have arrived to go up to And a the lot room. of police, not just like two. You know, usually it's just two. And arrest the like five, six twin police. brother yes. of the guy who was looking for his brother. Yeah. Why? What? Well, what? unfortunately, then I, I was asked to stand back and then I tried to linger. But I couldn't, I don't know anything more. And I'm so sorry. Uh, but isn't that exciting? That is exciting. I felt so lucky to be on the same floor. I feel very unsatisfied by the by the end of this tale. But that is exciting. I know, exciting. it is unsatisfying. Um, let's just decide what it was. Okay. Um, so he's in his room and mm. they arrest him in his room in the travel lodge. I think maybe it's drugs. What are you doing in a travel lodge? Not you. I know what you're doing in the travel lodge. But what, what am is, I doing in the travel lodge? Well, you're staying oh, naked. Watching, you're doing a gig and then watching naked <laughs> alone, alone in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so what is what could you possibly be doing that's naughty? Prostitute. In a, yeah. I think it was drugs. You but then so? I don't know why his brother. I don't I wonder know. how the brother like. But like identical twins committing crime? Are you crazy? That's... That's like what a rare gadget. Other... You know I mean? That's like a rare Pokemon. What if he? What if it's a true the brother Pokemon. who first came in was the bad guy, and then he Maybe. was pinning it on the identical <gasps> brother? But like, I thought he was coming in for a welfare check, and then like six police officers turn up. That's not just a welfare check. No. And then telling Unless you to get back. Travel Lodge were like, this guy's really suspicious. Yeah. But still. But then do so many, if you just have a suspicious person, do so many police turn up? I don't know. I don't know what happened. We need, but they were if you are, so on, if you have any connections to York, York Police. Uh, Micklegate Centre Travel Lodge. 
please, please fill us in. We want you work to there, know what if, happened. Yeah. Thank you for my free Wi-Fi and breakfast. Mm. I didn't even have time to have breakfast. Mm. Hence the dazed stare. <laughs> oh, this was last night. This was last night, yeah. Wow. This gig I did last night. Okay. Um, Blimey. Wow. Yeah, no ending. Uh, maybe it's just, he was the guy who hit the girl. And, let's tie it all let, together. We can just tie nice it. little bow. In the movie, I guess that's what it would yeah. be. But instead, I think there's just like a lot of crime and, and, actually, it's, and it's sad and there's not enough ambulances. Really, she was having an affair with the brother. And that at that dinner, he was going to finally tell his brother that he's been having an affair with his girlfriend. But affairs aren't illegal. No, I know. <laughs> Maybe they were actually triplets and one got killed. Okay, I'm, on, I'm back on board. Happy? Yeah. Can we move on? Yeah. Cool. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So... Yeah. You know, take a moment to come down from my intense true crime story. Yes. And prepare yourself for another. Yeah. I'm, finally, I'm finally back on the true crime yes, horse, baby. Please. Okay. As I said, I had to make a last minute Lamez video. So <laughs> I lost a day of research, but I've done my absolute best. Um, and this okay. is the story of Ashley Wallace. So Ashley was born in 1988. That can't be true. When were you born? 1990. Oh. Why? Apparently Adele was also born in 1988. I yeah. Adele was younger than that. No. Ashley was born in 1988, along with Adele. Yeah. And Home and Away. Um, to mum, Stacey Castor and dad, Michael Wallace. Uh, she was the first born, but was joined by a younger sister, Brie, in 1991. Okay. Uh... I did look up the Robin Williams films for these years. Thank God. But they just weren't like core ones. Oh, uh, what were they? I couldn't tell you. Oh, oh. But Dead Poet Society was like the year after. I'll take it. Cool. That was uh, 89, really? Yeah. Wow. Ashley's mum, Stacey, worked as an ambulance dispatch company i mean she didn't work as a company yeah. did she <laughs> look i gave you the pre-warning this was written on the train um she worked for an ambulance dispatch company mm-hmm. uh while uh wallace michael uh worked nights as a mechanic but the family had little money um according to stacy the mum, michael was very close to brie um and, We've all got favorites. <laughs> and because of showing favoritism she made up for it by becoming best friends with ashley that's depressing because that sounds like she wasn't asked about Ashley and then was like, oh shit, he's really, I should probably put an effort in. Yeah. Poor Ashley. Well, also it she just makes like it sound like... The oh, last choice. But also it makes it sound not really like Brie. <laughs> it's like, you're getting enough attention. Yeah. Let's all just love our children equally. When Ashley was 11 in early 2000, uh, she came home from school to find her dad, Michael, asleep on the sofa, um, a position he was often in. 
as he had been unwell recently. He had been suffering from dizziness and spent most of his time in bed complaining of feeling drunk all the time despite not drinking. Mm. Um, He'd been treated for an ear infection by his doctor and sent home. Uh, At Christmas, his sister noticed that he looked very bloated, which is a savage observation, Um, and unwell. And he was just like, I've been suffering from like a cold. I just haven't been well recently. Um, Ashley said her dad made a strange noise, lifted his arm, and then let it drop back down. And that was the last time he moved. Um, she sat watching TV for about half an hour because she just thought he was asleep. Um, oh my God. But then her mum came home to take Michael to the doctors. And when she arrived, Michael's feet were purple. Um, he was rushed to hospital, but died of a suspected heart attack, leaving Ashley feeling very guilty for sitting and watching TV, not knowing he had died. Yeah. Oh, actually just teared up. That'd be That's horrific. Um, so after that, it was just Ashley, Bree, and Stacy um, for a few years. But like life began to look up. They took trips together. Um, they like they really did, especially Ashley and Stacy. But I think Bree as well. They were like a three. But like they were like best friends. They Ashley were, and Stacy. Ashley and Stacy were like right. best friends. Oh yeah, Bree's lost her. Yeah. Um, but like they, they said, they would chat for hours about anything and everything. Um, they would. They were having good times. Uh, until 2003, when Stacy met a new man, um, David Castor, a divorced man living the high life, which Stacy soon got to live with him. Uh, he was the owner of an air conditioning installation and repair company. Woo woo! Um, and she served as his office manager. Um, the pair were soon married, and Stacy took his surname from that point. Um, what was odd, though was none of David's family or friends uh, were invited to the wedding, not even his own son. Hmm. Um, Ashley and Brie didn't like David at first. Uh, they didn't want their dad replaced so soon. Yeah. And David also didn't, he was kind of like, duh. He was like, I don't want to be your dad. I have oh, my- great. He was like, kids. I have kids of my own. Wow. Yeah. He sounds great. Um, so bad so, vibe. So how long was, has it been since their dad died? Uh, three years. Whoa, okay. Yeah. But it was an upgrade from the single mother lifestyle. And as the months pass, David and the girls did start to bond. Okay. Um, And Ashley described the smile on his face at her graduation as one of a proud father. Um, So like they really bonded in the end. That's nice. Um, Unfortunately, the couple grew apart. As the kids bonded with him, the relationship uh, grew apart. And after one particularly heated argument in 2005... Um, one lasting, according to Stacey, seven hours. Uh, she called the county sheriff's office saying David had locked himself in their bedroom and she was worried that she hadn't seen him for a whole day. The police came to do a wellness check and it was found that he had committed suicide. Wow. Um, and then just two years later, September 14th, 2009, Stacey had to make another traumatic 991 call. 911 call. I get so confused. 911 call, and it goes like this. Okay. I need an ambulance. My daughter, I believe, has taken some pills. Yes, she's moaning. I'm leaning over her. Ashley, she's having trouble, I think. It sounds like there's something in her throat. Ashley, Ashley. My daughter, I believe she's taken some pills. Oh, she's throwing up. She's throwing up. Okay. At this point, Brie, the younger sister, comes in and gives Stacy a note that she's found by Ashley's bed. Oh, God. 
On the call, she says she's left a letter. She left a note. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. This is not happening. The note read. Mummy, remember that I love you more than anything and I did it for you and for us. I couldn't let daddy be mean to you and me anymore. Please forgive me, mummy. Please don't hate me. The note was 750 words long, typed, and it gave intricate details about how she had in fact murdered both Michael and David. Details only the killer would know. It was a confession. So. What? (laughs) Typed bullshit. Right. Problem. Mm -hmm. Typed. Mm -hmm. How old is she? 15. Uh, A good question. This is 2009 and she was born in... 2009. So she's 21. No, she's not 21. I think she's like 18. Well, if she's, she's at born school. in 88, she's a teenager. She'd be, she'd be 21. Okay, then this isn't 2009. What is this? Oh. Well, in 2003. Okay, well, then I've got a date wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I think she's 18. Okay. It's, it's important to the story that she is at school. Right, okay. But old. You know? 18. Leaving school, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anything else you want to say at this point? I don't believe it. I I think some. I think this is fishy. Okay. I don't. I I don't believe that she's responsible for killing anybody. Okay. So police arrive. Ashley is unresponsive and not talking. Her eyes are wide open but not seeing anything, and she is rushed to hospital where she remains in intensive care. Police stay also, by. Sorry. What eighteen-year-old is saying, "Mummy"? Okay. So I saw that as a red flag as well, but then she does say it later. Oh, okay. Because that was my immediate response. I was like, no 18 year old is still calling their mum mummy, but I think it's an American thing. Okay. Um, Police stay by her side 24 seven, waiting for her to wake up. When she finally does, she has no idea where she is. Um, They question her about what she took and the note. Yeah. She insists she took nothing and she has no knowledge of any note. I believe her. Stacey, the mum barges in. She says, like, she demands to see Ashley. She says, I love you. I'm sorry. And Ashley sees that there is a police officer by her side. And in that moment, she knows her mother's behind this. (gasps) (laughs) I'm so glad I wrote it to actually get an audible cast. It was the mum. Right. The mum was deaf. Right. Okay. Initially, as soon as you said, bloated tummy. He's been feeling sick like he's drunk. The whole time I was thinking antifreeze. Antifreeze, antifreeze, antifreeze. Do you know how hard I worked to hide it from you? (laughs) I didn't want to say- I was writing this (laughs) literally this morning. Like, how how do I bury the lead from Julia? (laughs) I was like, how do I bury this? I was having to cut so many details. Like, I'll just say that later. I have to cut that out. I have to cut that out. I don't want to give it away. Um, So- the, the police immediately arrest Stacey. It turns out they'd been investigating her for a while. <gasps> so let's go back. Oh my God, Stacey. Here we bad go. bitch. So what have you done? Let's go back to first husband, Michael. Okay, the uh, dad. Wh- when, yeah, the dad, the um, original biological dad. When Michael died, his sister was keen to get an autopsy done, but Stacy refused, uh, saying Michael wouldn't want to be cut open. She also received $55,000 in life insurance, which funded all those trips. Stacy took the girls insurance. on. Uh, they went to Disneyland. Um, she also, the daughters reported, never cried. But they thought it was because she was like staying strong for her daughters. 
Yeah. But sus. Their marriage had been deteriorating though. And she told a friend that she really wanted to leave Mike. But with the holidays coming up, it wasn't the time. Ashley had also noticed her mum had become more irritable and aggressive. And that she did all the kind of punishment side of discipline. It's the bad cop. So as we know, David and Stacey also were having marital issues. David's the second. The second. And her story was that after a seven hour argument, David had got drunk taken a bottle of Southern Comfort into their room by himself and shut himself in. But the scene police found suggested he'd drunk something else. Uh, He was found face down, naked on the bed, with a glass half full of a green liquid with a bottle of antifreeze nearby. At first, it was declared by the coroner that David had committed suicide through self-administered a self-administered lethal dose of antifreeze. Horrible way to go, by the but, way. But Horrible. who would self-administer antifreeze? That seems... Is that a thing? Well, I mean, it, it, peop, it's, it's a way to do it, I guess, because you know what the outcome is. It's a horrible <sighs> way. But, like... Why is it what happens? Because it, like, attacks your kidneys and, like, your body shuts down. It sounds... It really, is it slow? I or think it's quite... Well, oh, it depends no. on how high the dosage is. Yeah, of course. Is, but, um, yeah. Well, yeah, Michael, obviously, first guy, very slow. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so also, presumably, she's an idiot because, well, that's a horrible thing to do. But, like, she's done the same method on both. Yeah, but first time she got away with it. He got buried. It was a heart attack. That's what they said it was. Yeah. Mm. She's got away with the first one. She's technically got away with the second one. Was the first one buried? Mm-hmm. So there's still a body. Mm-hmm. So they can exhume the body, mm-hmm. do a little testing. Um, so let's stay with David for now. Um, they thought he committed suicide via self-administered lethal and she dose. she left the bottle out. She left the bottle of antifreeze Yeah, out. but it was, she made it look like, it he'd... like he did it himself, right? But then the police found a turkey baster in the kitchen trash with remnants of a green, green liquid in it. Right. Um, and they were like, if this liquid is antifreeze yeah then why is it in the kitchen trash when david died closed in the bedroom and also who is using a turkey baster if you're at a point where you're just ready to end it all yeah wouldn't you just but also like, like how straight into your glass but how would it well that's what the scene was is there was a glass yeah. of like antifreeze and antifreeze but also if he's died he's not carrying it he's down not it in to the, the kitchen yeah. bin no of course not so uh they bring stacy in for questioning uh but they have to await the forensic result. Mm. Um, Stacy calls Ashley to tell her the news that her stepfather has died. And suspiciously, David's will leaves everything to Stacy, once again, leaving David's biological son out of everything completely. So she must be, she must have been rumbled if she's then, if she's at a point where she needs to kill off her daughter and pin it on her. Mm. We'll get that. Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, so... Also, David's biological son this whole time has just been made to think that his dad doesn't like him. Oh. Because he's not invited to the wedding. He's not left in the will. Oh, um, yeah. Is, so him not being invited to the wedding, was that Stacey's doing? Yeah, I think so. <gasps> I mean, it's not, but yeah, it feels, feels like it. Yeah. Uh, this means Stacey and the girls once again go to trips, on trips. Uh, the girls feel loved as Stacey spends more money on them, more quality time with them. They're like, yeah. mom's back. Oh, um, no. But a year later, the forensic results finally come back. It takes a year for the forensic results to come back. Um, And Ashley's 
uh, incident is two years later. So different the David sorry, the dies on the turkey baster. Yeah. yeah, David dies. Year later, we've got the forensic results back. Yeah, um, it comes back, and as suspected, it is indeed antifreeze in the turkey baster. What's more is on the end of the baster is David's DNA. Ooh, yeah. interesting. And on the glass in the bedroom, Stacy's fingerprints. Three, of course, full. Also, also not technically that dodgy in their house where she no, lives. No, that's true. Like explainable, okay. but yeah, explainable, but dodge, but dodge. Yeah, um, and not his. Presumably not his fingerprints. Yeah, because if it's only yes. her fingerprints, very dodge. Well, and also that plus turkey baster plus mm. David's blood test contradicts Stacy's nine nine one nine one one. <laughs> Nine one one. Let's just all pick one. Nine nine one. Let's pick one. <laughs> let's all just get together and do nine nine one. Nine nine one. Yeah. Nine one one call because she said in that that David had been drunk and drinking. Mm. Um, but the blood results showed no trace of alcohol. So, the police School want to. Uh, so, this is where they're at in the David investigation. Okay. Uh, they've waited a year for forensics. It's come back, yep. as they suspected. So now they're like, we want to interview Stacy's uh, ex-husband. Can't. They dead. look him up. Suspicious He's dead. Death. How suspicious. Um, two and, dead husbands. And presumably that was just put down to like a, a, a heart attack. Heart attack. They right. thought, it was, yeah, that was put down as a heart attack. Okay. Um, so now two years after David's death, Stacy is asked, back in for questioning and told they've exhumed her first husband and found antifreeze in his system. Yeah. Uh, they show her a picture. This is my favorite bit. They show her a picture of the bedside table scene at David's death. Uh, yeah. It shows there's the glass with the green liquid. There's an empty glass and a bottle of cranberry juice next to it. And they say, um, can you identify which of the two glasses you brought into the room? And yeah. she literally says... Well, I poured the antifreeze. I mean, cranberry juice. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, she yeah. didn't. Stacey. And they're literally all like, oh Stacey. my God. <laughs> oh my God. Idiot. She literally just said it. And then she is like, I don't like this. You're trying to trick me. You're trying to trap me. You're trying to frame me. I'm done answering questions. And she leaves. Um, so then they wiretap her phones. Great. Um... She warns her daughter, Ashley, that the police are trying to twist the story. So she tells Ashley that, like, this is what the police are doing mm. and gets Ashley on her side. They're best friends. Um, yeah. And so that means when police visit Ashley on her first day back at school on the 12th of September, she immediately rings her mum to let her know. She's freaking out. She says, here we go, mummy. Okay. <laughs> but she doesn't say it in a posh way. Mummy. <laughs> mummy. <laughs> the police are here, Mummy. <laughs> I want all the squirrels, mummy. Um, no, she says, mummy, they came to my freaking school. And the mum's like, they came to my, your school? How dare they? Like, do you want me to pick them up? She's like, no, I have to stay at school. And she's like, okay, like, you just, it's okay. Like, it's kind of, they're yeah. annoyed. They're like, how dare they come to the school? But they come to the school and they tell her we've assumed your dad. dad. So then at 5 p.m. when Ashley gets they home. They come to the school. Oh, and then ask her questions. Yeah, I think they're like... Not just to be like, by the way, we've dug up your dad. Well, they're like, we've dug up your dad. We found antifreeze. Oh, they tell the daughter. Yeah, like in, they want to talk to her. she'll be like, well, actually, my mum yeah, probably... Yeah, but like, Ashley yeah. is totally on her mum's side. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you don't want to think that you're... Because her mum, the mum's warned her. The mum's like, 
let her in on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what's happening yeah. but in a very like on her side yes. version okay um so at 5 p.m when ashley gets home stacy suggests that they've had a rough week and should just get drunk which to a teenager is yes, music to her yeah, like course. what yeah, i up. have such a cool mom oh no um was she like let's drink this suspicious green <laughs> liquid no so th- this night ashley gets really tired after finishing just one drink mm. uh, she feels very drunk from one drink she says she's gonna go lie down um and she wakes up the next day with an awful hangover yeah but goes to school comes back next evening stacy's like let's do it again man but this time let's get really drunk uh ashley can taste her drink is really strong this time yeah um and she could taste the vodka in it she says she kept adding more mixer until her mum goes into the kitchen gets a straw and instructs her to put it at the back of her throat and just drink it now stacy i know um ashley does as her mother suggests God. Later that evening, Brie, the younger sister, gets back to find that apparently her sister's been sleeping all day. Um, She's absolutely she, fucked. Yeah, her mum apparently like came out of nowhere and was like, closed the door and was like, "She's fine." Oh God. Yeah, uh, but in the morning, Brie hears weird noises coming from Ashley's room, the, and when she goes in, it's the noise of her breathing out. Like it sounds really strange. Um, her eyes are glassed over. She's thrown up. Um, and she didn't respond to her name. When Brie shakes her, she doesn't wake up. God. She would have died in bed 10 minutes later if it was not for Brie. Wow. Um, now, obviously, police have tapped the phone. So they hear this 911 call. They're like, the phone we've, t- we've tapped Brie... is, is calling 911. Brie's 911 call. No, Stacy. Stacy. The one calling... I read earlier being like, my daughter... She, so he, they're they're says, watching oh, I think her. She's taken some this one where she's like, yeah. I think she's taken. Okay. So they're watching her. They've ta- they've tapped the phones. Yeah. And they're like, um, guys, she's ringing nine one one. Yeah. Um, which presumably she wouldn't have done had Bree not come home mm. and been like, she well, she probably would have later and then d- and then. Done it, right? But Bree's found her. She's gone, mum. We need to call nine one one. Um. So the police hear the entire call. Um, and they rush to the scene and they feel really responsible. They're like, fuck, like if this girl dies, that we we feel partly responsible for that. Um, While Ashley barely clings to life, Stacey explains that next to Ashley's bed is an empty bottle of vodka and prescription pills and shows them the note. Uh, The note, however- Ashley, you've got to mix it up. I really I guess when something works people just think that like they've found some magic thing yeah yeah literally at that point yeah like they've literally found antifreeze in your ex-husband exhumed body minimum minimum don't do the glass by the bedside thing (laughs) I know like come on um the note though if you think about it if Ashley had written this note is suggesting she committed the first murder when she was 11 years old. Oh, that was going to be... <laughs> gonna be so the police are like, hmm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, for what purpose? Yeah. What was her motive? But they do murder? they do need Ashley to wake up to, like, fully disprove this night. Right, yes. Um, so that's why they stay at her bedside. They're like, we really need this to happen. As we know, she does. Uh, so Stacey's arrested. A year later, it's Stacey's trial. 
Yeah. Um, and Ashley has to come face to face with her for the first time since hospital to give the statement as a witness. And wow. um, Stacy stuck to her defense that Ashley killed her dads. So she was a key witness to disprove that. So she was basically still being accused. Um, forensic evidence from the home computer also showed that the confessions slash, slash suicide note um, had been written at 2.27 p.m. on September the 12th when Ashley was at school. The Lazy. same day she called her mum in a panic because the police had visited and it had been written on Stacy's computer account and she was the only one home at the time. I mean, lock her up. Lock her up for um, how stupid this is alone. A friend of Stacy's admitted that she had helped falsify David's will after the death to make Stacy the only beneficiary, which is why the son wasn't included. Um, Who's this friend? I know. Why well, I don't have any friends good enough to do that. No one would do that for me. Me neither. Um, there was a point when prosecutor... County District Attorney William Fitzpatrick um, exploded on her. Yeah. Because she was giving nothing. And he was like, are you kidding? You, you've had two, you've lost two husbands to poisoning. Yeah. Like, and she yeah. still just stayed completely calm. This is in the courtroom. Yeah, there's love like video this. of it. He like That's loses his so shit at good. her. Oh, love um, And then after four emotional days of waiting, the verdict finally comes in and she's found guilty and sentenced to 54 years. Easiest um, verdict in history, I'd imagine. But it took four days still. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Um, Brie and Ashley feel a weight lifted off them. Yeah. The judge told Stacey that you are not just a danger to the general public, you're a danger to the people who love you and are closest to you. Yeah. Um, Ashley gave a victim statement in which she mostly asked why. Um, she said, even though I do hate her, I love her at the same time. And that bothers me. It's so confusing. Oh. She was my best friend and she took that all away because she got scared. Well, I was scared too when I was in the hospital and by myself and I want, and all I wanted was my mum, but she was the one that did this. Um, oh. she said, after my mum is sentenced today, I'll go back to my loving home with people who care about me. She's not going to go home. And if she had chosen not to do these things, she would be home with me and Brie. Um, I just want it all to go away, but I know it will never go away. I have to live with this for the rest of my life. Um, she was also in her statement. She was like, "I'm, I'm worried. I was worried I'd turn out like her because she was once good. So right. like, do I yeah, have the yeah, capability yeah. to become that? But she knows she'd never do that to her children. Um, she also hated that her mum made her look stupid in the note because huh. she's, she's actually very smart. She like, um, oh, what is it in America? She like quoted her like GP, is it GPA? Yeah. That was something. Um, yeah. yeah. She was like, I'm really smart and I hate that you made me look she, dumb. She like dumbed her down to yeah. make it sound like it would have been her to write it. Michael's sister, the first husband mm. who had said he looked bloated oh, yeah. and unwell. Um, she said she was glad it was over and believed her brother had been by the sister's sides. Um, Ashley described it as the best day of her life because everyone knew she didn't do it. She refuses to call her mum now um, and says she took away two dads. But she says, as hard as it is to get up every day and put a smile on my face, I know that I have to because if I don't, then Stacy won. Um, she graduated from college, got an associate's degree in accounting, works at a CPA firm as a bookkeeper. Um, and she says these are all things she wouldn't have achieved uh, if she had been with Stacey. Uh, Brie, in this 
Talking Heads video, um, said, I wake up and I'm happy every day. Wouldn't change a thing that I'm doing right now. Oh, that's good. Uh, I imagine she would feel quite guilty. Well, and in the Victor statement as well, she was like, I hate that you you made me find my dad and you made Brie find me. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because she'd been feeling guilty all that time about that half an hour with her dad. Yeah, of course. And it was like her mum killed him. That's so traumatic. Um, Fitzpatrick, the district attorney, yes, uh, he lost his shit. And he also, he prepared her loads for court. Um, They developed a really close bond during the trial and he promised to walk her down the aisle. Oh! Oh, did he? The day of her did wedding. She get, is, she, is she married? Um, she is married. She's married. She has children. Um, <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> really bit. This, this is a weird place to have put this. Okay. But just a bit of goss. Yeah. Although never proven, Stacy also was suspected to have killed her own father in 2002 in the same way she killed David Fucking and Michael. Fucking hell, Stacey. You cannot, you cannot. But that one's never been proved. But again... I think antifreeze. How did he die? Green liquid by the bedside? Well, Michael was like a slow one though, wasn't he? Yeah. So I guess she changed up slightly, but yeah, it's it's suspected she also killed her own dad. My God. So two husbands, her own dad and her own daughter. Wow. She though died in prison in 2016. Um, like I said, Ashley is now married with children. Um, and this, I have nicked this quote from the YouTube page at Unseen True Crime, but I thought it was just the best conclusion. (laughs) They said, Ashley and Bree's love for each other defeated a serial killer and now living a full life is their best revenge. Lovely. So that is the survival story of Ashley Wallace. Blimey. Which I think is quite cool to do as well because when I Googled her, um, just her mum came up. Like, oh. like obviously it's always covered as the story of Stacey Castor. Yeah. If you get what I mean. But actually her story is... And I was like, fuck her. I don't one. care about her background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ashley's story. Um, Whoa. So what are we putting in the survival <sighs> toolkit? I mean... Can't put people in. So we can't have Brie. I know. Because really Brie is... Yeah. Um... Turkey baster. <laughs> yeah. I think the turkey baster was like the key clue. It was the lynch. That yeah. really um, flipped the investigation. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even go for the like colorless antifreeze. Like crazy. So ballsy. Crazy. Such a ballsy move. Like yeah, for the really bog obvious. standard fluorescent green. It might as well say poison on the front. Yeah. I mean, typing the note is suspicious. Oh, yeah. They were like, because yeah. even her name was typed. Yeah. Which they were no like, sense. that's People don't do that. People that's don't strange. Do that. um, let's go turkey baster. Because also, turkey baster. turkey baster, probably in this toolkit, might come in handy. Who knows? For sure. I think that would definitely come in handy. Yeah. Or just like bright green liquid. <laughs> <laughs> green dye. Green dye. I think I, think, I want to go turkey baster. I think turkey, turkey baster is going to have more future uses. Mm, mm. Okay. Great story. Turkey baster is. Lovely. Thank you. Are you ready for a listener story? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi. Oh, that's, that's the start okay. of the. Hello! Exclamation! Sorry, are we starting a new episode? <laughs> Welcome to Westgate. Oh no! Um, hello! Exclamation mark! Full stop. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm titling this "Disaster in Paradise." Oh, a title! Mm. Someone's leveled up the formality of the emails. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for giving us the respect we deserve. Thank you actually, so much. Thank yeah. You. yeah. This is a proper institution. <laughs> this is a workplace, actually. Okay. Whereas I hope this email found you well. Maybe that. Let's not encourage formalities. In I the... mean, they don't listen to us anyway. We encouraged abuse at the start, and we haven't had a one, we haven't had one bit of abuse. Yeah, because people are so much nicer than we are. Fresh out of uni, I decided to go on a solo backpacking adventure around Southeast Asia. It's a classic. You've lost us already, I'm afraid. We have to get used to it at this point. Solo. I'm desensitized to solo. it. Solo. Yeah. I had the absolute best time of my life. Oh. Good for you. <laughs> the end. <laughs> and sorry, this is just a brag. This you have misunderstood a, the assignment. Um, and ended my trip on the tropical beaches of Bali. Ooh, lovely. The cherry on top was finding out that my best friend, who had also been backpacking, right? So I'm sorry. I don't want to put a spanner in the works. So uh-huh. That's not alone. Your so- your solo backpacking. Your best friend is solo backpacking. That's awkward. Or that's just they have such a mature adult relationship that they know they want to spend time together, but not all the time. They want space. Yes. But then that's, you're right, not solo. If they are, yeah, anyway. This is the thing, a lot of people are like, yeah, I went solo traveling. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, and how many people did you meet up in which countries? Yeah. Honestly, I think I'm going to have to go solo traveling soon because no one will go on holiday with me. (laughs) And everyone keeps telling me, they're like, Abby, you need a holiday. Like, I think you need a break. I think you need to go on holiday. And I'm like, (laughs) with who? Mm. no one's offering would you go on everyone's your- just telling me to go away <laughs> <laughs> no one's offering to come with me would you go on your own i don't think i can really i don't even know where you start with a solo holiday like i feel like yeah maybe you're meant to because like chick flick like empowerment. yeah eat, but play, like love it i don't think i could i'd be so bored of myself yeah, so i don't bored of like, my own what, thoughts what, what activities do you do on your own because i think it's a lot of reading and i don't like that yeah yeah Dinner on your own. How do you feel about dinner on your own? Like, I can do it every now and then. I don't want it to just be, like, for a week. Yeah. Who would I I think you should to? do it. I think I, you should give it honestly, a go. Honestly, I... <laughs> I think you'd well, come back becoming, a different woman. It's becoming... Yeah, you may not have a choice. More and more necessary, <laughs> because... Unless I find a boyfriend in the next month, who am yeah. I going with? Well... Oh, you've got to go in the next have month, you, Have you noticed you? Julia hasn't offered? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm solo backpacking. Yeah. Um, okay. The cherry on top was finding out my best friend, who had also been backpacking, was ending her journey in Bali too at the same time as me. So we decided that we would spend our final day together relaxing at the beach club before we flew home. Nice. That sounds lovely. What a way to end That's the day. That's a great way to end it. After an amazing day spent sipping cocktails and reminiscing about our adventures, we headed out for one last supper. My friend excitedly told me that she had found an amazing local place with great food just around the corner. Uh, ideal. So as two skint backpackers, off we headed. Mm-hmm. When, I f- when I arrived at the restaurant, it was surprisingly quiet. My inner dad voice was telling me that this isn't usually a good sign. Nonetheless, I am far too English to turn around and confidently walk back out of the restaurant. 
I am 100% with you. If you are in, if you are sat down and they've handed you a a menu, you cannot get up and walk out Sometimes you have to though. Have you ever done? I don't think I've ever done that. I think I've done it like twice ever. Really? And only because the other people there have agreed. As a group, we are doing this. You cannot make eye contact with anybody who works there on the way out. It's horrid. Heads down. Just the idea of it makes me sick. Straight out. So instead, I did the only socially acceptable thing to do. I walked over to the buffet and pointed at some (laughs) unidentifiable bowls of food and hoped for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Due to the language barrier, there was some confusion with the dish I had pointed to. Was it bright green antifreeze? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Instead of what I had actually ordered... I ended up with a huge slop of some kind of lukewarm seafood curry. Right, lukewarm and seafood should never go next to each other. Seafood curry all over my plate. Oh, no. It contaminated everything. Regardless, I smiled politely, walked back to my table, and began to tuck (gasps) in. Looking back, I realize now that this was a bad idea. (laughs) But as I had survived... crazy where politeness gets you. Mmm... As I had survived a full two months of traveling on my own yeah. without getting sick, it was safe to say I think I'd got a bit overconfident. After finishing our meal, we headed back to our hostel and got an early night ready for our flight home tomorrow. Upon, oh, no. upon waking up, I immediately regretted my decisions I feel Ill. and realized that I did not feel good. I urgently stumbled to the bathroom and projectile vomited from what turned out to be for what turned out to be the first of many times that day. Mm, mm, mm. It had happened. Every traveler's worst nightmare. Food poisoning on holiday. The with day a, of a flight. With a full day of traveling ahead. <sighs> out of desperation, I sent my friend an, um, on an emergency mission to get as many bin bags as she could <laughs> oh my God. possibly get her, as she could possibly get her hands on. Without going into too much detail. There was no way those tiny little sick bags they give you on aeroplanes were going to contain what was now exiting me from both ends. I was about to say both ends, though. I was like, bin bag's not going to help the other end. Mm. You can't not on a a plane. No. You can't just start shooting into bags on a plane. (laughs) That's not allowed. Due to an early checkout time, everything is against her. Oh, my God. Due to an early checkout time, I had to drag myself out of the hostel room and into the hostel's communal bathrooms on the basement floor. Communal bathrooms? No! You just need some privacy to lie by the toilet. Yeah. So there I was. That is your home now. (laughs) Sat on the toilet whilst clutching a bin bag in both hands to capture anything else that came out of me. Anything else? What else is coming out of here? So why has bin bag been the first choice while at the hostel? Like bucket? Like bin bags have... Do they have holes in? No. No. Okay. They just carry a lot. I think she's thinking volume rather than anything else. Thinking to my sorry self that things couldn't possibly get much worse. (laughs) Never think that. How wrong I was. At first I thought, my gosh, that's a big lorry driving by as the walls around me began to rumble. No. But then the vibrations didn't stop. And before I knew it, all the walls around me were violently shaking and bending in front of my eyes. It sounded like the world was ending and it quickly came to to my realization that the big lorry was in fact an earthquake. You were right. 
Well, at least it wasn't a tsunami. There's enough of that happening in the bathroom. (laughs) Of course. Uh, I did not know this at the time, but the earthquake turned out to be 6.4 magnitude. I'll be honest, that means nothing to me. Yeah, me too. Which... Oh, which on a scale of earthquakes is pretty big sure i assumed as much yeah of course all the thing uh, of course all the things that you are told to do in an earthquake suddenly begun racing through my mind what are you supposed to do in an earthquake i the only thing i can remember is stand in a doorway is that true or under a i don't know anything about earthquakes under a desk yeah i'd do that i, think I'd I guess anywhere something. you can get some kind of protection protection of course, uh, unfortunately for me, I was so sick that I couldn't find the strength to move. So all I could muster was to lean forward on the toilet seat and kick the toilet door open so at least my head was under some kind of doorway. Sorry, <laughs> talk me through that again. So she's now, uh, she, she cannot move from the toilet. She's still on the toilet. She's kicked the door open and lent her head through so that at least her head's, oh, so her head's protected through, through the doorway. doorway. Yeah. Got ass still firmly on the seat. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But I'm still, like, I'm imagining a cubicle where it's like, that's not the main doorway, though. That's just a door. I don't think it's the same thing. No, yeah, but, you want it to be structurally integral yeah, to like the building. Yeah, like, part of the building, yeah. not just, like, <laughs> turquoise plastic above you. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking to myself over and over, oh, my God, I'm going to die with my knickers around my ankles on a toilet, just like Elvis. I mean, pretty legendary, to be honest. And then in kind brackets... Kind of an iconic way to die. Yeah. In brackets, she's written, minus the knickers. Also, oh, he was shitting. Was he shitting? I think so. Or is that a... Wasn't is that a... Though. Is that like a, you know, what's it called? Urban... Myth. Legend, yeah. Legend. Maybe it's true. We, well, Conspiracy theory. Surprisingly, I felt so, so unwell that I had no sense of fear. To be fair, when you have food poisoning, you are at your absolute lowest. Mm. Like, that is the real... Yeah, I had it bef- uh, in, in the summer before Kilkenny Festival. Did you? Oh my God, it was awful. I, I slept on the bathroom floor for like two days. Yeah, awful. Didn't move. Isn't it? Couldn't move. Okay. I, w- I woke my housemate up with my food poisoning my vomiting sick. was so oh, loud gross. she woke up in the middle of the night i cannot handle sick um, in that moment i just completely accepted my fate and to be honest i was kind of grateful that at least soon the misery would all be over yeah for real that is how you feel at that time for i was surely soon to be buried under rubble i feel like you can't even remember remember (laughs) sorry i think um the podcast just skipped we should really that was Mm. bad audio um like you can't remember being well no yes and it feels like you will never get back to that in that moment you're like this is all this is all it's ever been yeah and it will never be anything else yeah oh it's awful horrible sadly for me the building was sturdier than i had thought and remained standing (laughs) (laughs) therefore what followed can only be described as an endurance test with a full 24 hours of traveling to get back home most of the journey i spent asleep on the plain toilet floor a surface that i would normally do everything in my power to avoid touching but in this instance i had happily curled up on as i was so weak oh the toilet floor is your friend in these times imagine the queue outside i was about to say about what about the other people (laughs) were they not worried about it as well The only thing I managed to eat was a little bit of jam that I licked off the back of a spoon in an attempt to keep my sugar levels up. (laughs) 
so magical. So there you go. That is my survival story. Sorry about all the poop talk. <laughs> I hope you aren't too squeamish. It's welcome. All the best, Alicia. Or Alicia. Oh. I never know. A-L-I-C-I-A. I'm not with you <laughs> in the world. Don't and a, and don't a smiley sp- face. Don't spell words at me right now. Oh yeah, I do, uh, that was a mistake. Um, thank you, Alicia, Alicia, whichever you prefer. Thank you. Um, I hope Loud you're feeling better says, now. You We're glad that you survived the earthquake. My God, that's impressive. <laughs> oh, that was a journey. You look high right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, it's, this has been my survival yeah i'm gonna go sleep now. yeah i think you should i really think you should sleep and eat Lovely. um well uh if you want to send us your, please do your, please take over if you want to send us your <laughs> worst case scenarios please send them to help at wcspod.com and we hope you survive another week. I hope you survive another week. <laughs> Not making any promises. <laughs> but <laughs> Wow, what dark way to end. I know, your hangover tomorrow is going to be But awful. it's okay, guys. Like, just imagine I'm smiling. That's, is that worse? You smiled like a hostage. Well, I just, I was told, I was told recently that I need like to. Like your eyes are I'm, saying help and your mouth is saying, I'm fine. Yeah, that's where I am right now. But like, I was told recently that, because you know, I'm really bad on text. Mm. Like I'm so bad on text. Mm. Um, and apparently it's just something I'm not willing to fix about myself. But because I don't read it as bad. Right. But then someone told me recently that like, you need to tell everyone that whenever you text, just imagine you're smiling. Right. And it fixes your texts. Right. Okay. If you just imagine I'm smiling, it's fine. So maybe you should change your WhatsApp. Or maybe everybody who knows you should change your WhatsApp name to Abby. Remember, she's smiling. Yeah. But then it might come across like you're like, your, like the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Joker vibe, yeah. actually, isn't it? I think it's because I I I don't use like emojis or punctuation because I find it cringe. I do- punctuation <laughs> is so cringe. <laughs> Famously, I, I don't know. It's just a bit You're too very dry hard, isn't it? You're it's ve- just like so. When I tell a joke, you know, I let just like the words. It's a craft, you know. It's, I just do the work. I don't. I don't want to like overdo it. I don't want to be like. Rawr. Don't want to do a little like blah smiley face, you know. Right. So you literally just write the words, no yeah. punctuation. But also, like my sense of humor is like very mean, and so then it's just mean. <laughs> yeah. But if you imagine I'm smiling when I'm doing it, scarier. No. Way scarier. Banter. Way more intimidating. Fun, silly banter. <laughs> anyway, um, we, we, did the, we, did it, we did the catchphrase ages ago, but imagine this oh as God. a <laughs> as a bonus. But don't, no, Adam, you don't, can just don't you dare. Don't you dare take that off of me. <laughs> I've just taken uh, Abby's mic right down. <laughs> it's a bonus bit. Extra... Yeah. What is it you had on DVDs? The, the extras, DVD extras. DVD extras. Yeah. Loudrop's going to attack that phone. Do it. What were you trying to say? Well, it was just like, you just got some bonus oh, content. Oh, Subscribe okay. to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bye, bye. Get attacked by an angry shark. Stuck up a mountain in the dark. Pushed up the top of a big landmark. Hit by lightning in your local park. Caught in a downpour of acid rain. Struck by a meteor or a train. A proton beam passing through your brain. Attacked by that angry shark again. Hear how they survive. Trampled by a herd of buffalo Chased with an axe by your new friend Joe Buried alive in a pile of snow The worst case scenario When you make decisions for your company You look for the no-brainers And if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.